It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. And real quick apologies for not podcasting yesterday on MLK Day after the Thunder had gotten done with the Knicks, like, I'll just straight up tell you, man, I took an old man nap. <laughs> and then life got in the way. And by life getting in the way, I mean, um, yeah, there was this thing called Monday Night Raw that was here at the peak, and I took my family to it. No, it was a total family event. My 15-year-old, who's not really into it, my 10-year-old, who absolutely loves it, and then my wife. And I found it extremely entertaining and fun and it was a really, really cool, but it should have precluded me from podcasting, but it uh, it did anyway. But I, I do get a chance to podcast today, and hopefully I'll get a chance to uh, throw in a couple of extras this week, because there's a lot to talk about with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And uh, coming up on today's episode of Locked on Thunder, Alex Sabrinas is back, but he's not in the rotation. And it could be a couple of days before he's in the rotation, um, which still leaves a lot of head scratching. Thunder policy has been not to talk about this, but what ultimately does it mean for the future of Alex Abrinas that he has gone through all this? And are we making a bigger deal out of it than what it actually is? I kind of feel like we are, but I also kind of feel like if we were told what was going on, then maybe we would know whether or not it was a big deal or not. Um, Thunder, um, tonight play the Portland Trailblazers at home. I screwed up, said it was on the road. I'll tell you why I did that. Um, and it is totally my fault. Uh, Russ gets real about Joel Embiid, plus there are possible trades for the Thunder. I was looking at a, a website today, it was fan-sided. And they threw out trade scenarios for Oklahoma City with all 32 teams. There were a couple that really did pique my interest. A couple that I thought, okay, yeah, these would work out. But there is one guy I don't want to see traded that I'm really worried may end up in a deal. And I'll tell you who that is. And then we'll talk about the problem of sports, the low-hanging fruit that's going on concerning something that's happening in the in the NFL. But I think it applies to all sports. The day after something controversial happens, the way we react to it as fans, the way we react to it as members of the media... 
and we'll get into that as well. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I've been lucky enough to cover the Thunder for five years. I am a credentialed member of the media, and if you like what you hear, just go to your smart speaker and say, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast, or hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast. Subscribe via Apple iTunes, and you can also subscribe at LockedOnThunder.com as well as LockedOnPodcast.com. The Oklahoma City Thunder winners of two straight after a heart-thumping win over the Philadelphia 76ers on Saturday. And then yesterday, they go out and absolutely clobber the New York Knicks. And uh, I honestly, between you and I, I'm still recovering from Saturday. I was so, I was actually worried about the way that the Thunder were going to play on Monday afternoon after coming off that emotional win. Now you got to get back up and you got to play a Knicks team who had lost like 18 out of 20. And now I think it's 19 out of 21. And for so long, we saw the Thunder play down to their competition. I was glad you had a game that for the most part as a fan, that if you wanted to kind of go in and out of that game and really not worry about anything, as a matter of fact, if you wanted to flip around yesterday... You had the opportunity to do it. And the Thunder don't always give you those moments. You couldn't have done it on Saturday. Saturday, you had to stay locked into that game. But but, but those are the types of stretches where you play one team who was destined for the playoffs and is a team that talent-wise and everything else certainly looks like they can make a run at an NBA Finals. You beat them on the road in in, in an intense matchup because you play up to that level of competition. But what made me feel even better is that the Thunder didn't play down to the competition that was the New York Knicks. And I think we've seen that all too often. And what I'm hoping is, is this starts a roll. The Thunder's longest winning streak this year is seven games. I want to see the Thunder go off for eight, nine, ten games. And I hope that Saturday started that. Now, it's not going to be easy tonight. But thank God they're not in Portland, which I thought they were. But that is in the last copy of the Thunder Game Notes, which I have right here. And I also tweeted it out at Locked on Thunder, where it did say they were at Portland. Of course, totally by fault, because I could have looked on ESPN.com. I could have looked on the Thunder's website. I could have looked on the NBA website. Um, so that just a rule that if you're getting into journalism, don't accept one source for anything that you say or report. Get multiple sources before you put it out there. Um, I didn't. But the Thunder back at home tonight against Portland, not easy. The good thing is, is that you played at 2 o'clock yesterday uh, after, or excuse me, 12.30 yesterday afternoon Eastern Time, 11.30 here. You get a chance to to get that game wrapped up relatively early, get on the plane early, get back here, get some rest, and, and then get ready for the Trailblazers tonight. Other good news for Oklahoma City is that you have Alex Sabrinas activated now. He's not currently in the rotation, though. And this means that Alex Sabrinas is working his way back. Billy Donovan said that it could happen here in the next couple of games. Probably wouldn't happen against Portland. Uh, let's check out who the other games are. Again, these are coming from the uh, Thunder Game Notes uh, that I have. Could it happen against Milwaukee? I'm thinking more likely it's going to happen on the road against either Orlando, Miami, or Boston. It'll happen in one of those three games is when you see Alex Sabrinas come back. And I fully expect the Thunder fans, the first time they see Alex Sabrinas on the court, if they were to see him tonight versus Portland, or if they were to see him in Milwaukee, to welcome, welcoming him back with open arms. 
But whatever this personal issue was, whatever it was that Alex Sabrinas had to work through, he's still working through it. That's what I draw from Billy Donovan's comments is that Alex Sabrinas hasn't put behind him whatever this situation is and why he had this leave of absence from the team while they were on the road, but then he was here and he was around the team but he was traveling with them. Whatever it is, he's still working through it. And when you have this progress, to me, it the first conclusion I jump to, right or wrong, is that it's a mental issue and or psychological issue that it's it's affecting not only his play on the court, but it's affecting his relationships in the locker room. And granted, that is unfair to say. It's totally unfair to say. And it's unfair because we don't know. We don't know because the Thunder won't tell us. And in some respects, it's good that the Thunder won't tell us because you should protect your players. If you really want to show everybody in the NBA that you're a model organization, and one of the ways you can attract free agents to come to Oklahoma City is completely protect your players, then do so. Which is a lot of the reason the Thunder operate the way that they do with your with the limited media access, with allowing guys to take forever to get ready in the locker room. And I know this sounds like I'm complaining, but really I'm not. It's an understanding. Like, I totally get it. Is it inconvenient at times? Sure. But when you look at what the greater good is, and God, this is going to sound like such a homer thing to say. It'll probably get me slapped by somebody. But when you look at what the greater good is, the greater good is, is you have an organization that you're trying to make a model organization, not only for the people that root for you, but for those that might want to be a part of that organization. So you have to not just say, but show everything you're willing to do to protect players. And this happens to be one of those moments. And in a sense, I do think we are making a little too much out of the Alex Sabrina situation because it may not be anything. And eventually we're going to find out whether it's a few weeks from now whether it's at some point during the offseason, whether Alex Sabrinas gets traded and then all of a sudden somebody just goes, well, hey, here was the issue and this is why we had to trade him. And yes, it had to do with the thing that he was off or the reason he was out. Eventually, we're going to find out. And if we find out that it's nothing big, like it, like it was really such a small thing, um, whatever that was, um, foot infection. I'm just trying to think of the most ridiculous thing I could think of. Fingernail fungus. I don't care. Um then you would have led to a lot of speculation for absolutely nothing. And I would say that there are times you need to tell and times you need to protect. And those times you need to tell is really when it's not a big deal. When you know truthfully that everybody's going to kind of get a chuckle out of them and go, okay, this is why this guy's out. Okay, I, I totally get it. But I would have to think by me saying that, the big conclusion that this was something big. Uh, weighing heavily on Alex Sabrinas and to an extent weighing heavily on the team. And certainly it's, it's probably bringing up a lot of discussion about what Alex Sabrinas' future is here in Oklahoma City. And speaking of that, we're going to talk about that next. Not just Alex Sabrinas, but what about Andre Robertson? What are the possible trades that are out there for Oklahoma City Thunder to make in the next few weeks? And there's a couple that I really like. A couple that I really like. Um, that I think could help. But the one guy I don't want to see traded, and I'll tell you why, I bet you can guess who it is. That's coming up next here on Locked on Thunder. 
Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name is Eric G. I want to thank you very much for uh, joining me today. Remember, you can always get this on your smart speaker just by saying, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast, or hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast. We also have another episode of Locked on Sooners available. Um, you can get that the same way. You can subscribe on Apple iTunes. There's Stitcher. There's Spotify. So many different ways to get our podcast. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day was going through fan-sided today because I was looking at possible trades for the Oklahoma City Thunder because a lot a lot of them have been cooked up yet like I haven't seen just a lot of talk about trades maybe I'm not looking in the right places okay but two that really kind of just jumped out at me one and this has been talked about before getting Wesley Matthews from the Dallas Mavericks and it was Wesley Matthews for a future second round pick which I like because I always think that the Thunder when they get those picks they figure out something to do with them whether it's actually draft a player trade whatever I mean they've turned them into guys like Hamadou Diallo and I mean come on that ain't bad um and I can't remember who the Thunder were sending I think it was Alex Sabrinas and Andre Robertson was part of that trade then there was the one for Reggie Bullock which really uh, got me excited because here's a guy that can come off the bench and and shoot threes. Guy's almost a 40% uh, three-point shooter, which everybody knows the Oklahoma City Thunder need. And that trade, I can't remember who, who else it was, but Raymond Felton was going in that trade, which I hated. And then there was one for Dion Waiters, which I loved because anything to get Dion Waiters back in Oklahoma City and spend a little time on Waiters Island is certainly worth it. But Raymond Felton was also figuring in that trade, which I hate. Reason I hate Raymond Felton getting traded. One, I just like the dude. Um, He's really good to talk to on the chances that we do get to talk to him now. I know he's not going to get to play a lot. You knew he wasn't going to get to play a lot this year, and that is bared out. But the last thing I want is because Raymond Felton's contract situation, his age, etc., is that it gets traded to a Miami or Detroit and then gets released and then doesn't get picked up this year. I don't want to see Raymond Felton go out like that. I, I think he's too classy of a guy. And if this is going to be Raymond's last season in the NBA, then I want it to be here in Oklahoma City. And essentially, I want him to retire as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder because that's what Raymond Felton deserves. He's been very good for this organization. And... For me, it would be, I understand you having to get better. 
and there's a greater good to look at. But at the same time, Raymond Felton has earned the right to, to spend the rest of the year here because he's been, by all accounts, he's been a good soldier after getting replaced by a guy like Dennis Schroeder. And I will still tell you that I don't know what Schroeder's long-term situation is here in Oklahoma City, and I'm really convinced, based on the contract, that Sam Presti's going to have to make a tough decision after this year about Dennis Schroeder, whether to keep him or trade him. Going back to some of those other trades, I like I love bringing Wesley Math- Matthews and Dion Wager. Like I like I love all three of those guys. But more importantly, when it comes down to the Thunder, is that you've got to trade somebody in order to get those. And one of those guys coming up is Alex Sabrinas. And I would think that after all this issue that goes on, I am to the point now where I would be surprised to see Alex Sabrinas still on this roster after the trade deadline. Andre Robertson is another guy that I would be surprised to see on the roster after this year. I don't think you're going to be able to trade Andre Robertson at the deadline because I just don't think that there are enough teams that are going to look at Andre Robertson and right now feel very confident that they can make a deal for him and that he's going to be able to contribute in any way, shape, or form. The only way you're going to get rid of Andre Robertson, in my opinion, right now is if there's a team who doesn't need Andre Robertson's services in the near future. If they can look at Andre as a guy who they can can benefit from in a couple of seasons or they can benefit from next year, then maybe you get Andre Robertson, but what you're getting in return for him better be worth it. It better be a guy like Bullock. It better be a guy like Matthews. Um, I don't think Deion Waiters is worth trading Andre Robertson for, but there are certain guys out there that you need to bite the bullet. And Terrence Ferguson, man, and I've been saying this all along, and then Royce Young tweeted it it out yesterday. The more that Terrence Ferguson, Ferguson continues to develop and continues to show that he can be somewhat of an offensive force. Andre Robertson's time gets more and more limited here in Oklahoma City. Alex Abrinas's time gets more and more limited in Oklahoma City just because you don't need him as much anymore. And seeing Terrence Ferguson develop certainly has things. So it certainly has those wheels turning, not only with fans, but definitely within the front office. And last thing I want to say in this segment, Um, Going back to Raymond Felton, I thought what the New York Knicks fans did yesterday was absolutely classy. Man, dude, again, you're not going to find a bigger Raymond Felton fan in Oklahoma City than I am. So to hear his name chanted in Madison Square Garden yesterday, um, I love the fact that the Knicks fans were showing him appreciation for all the time well served there in New York through some very tough periods of New York Knicks basketball. That was fantastic. That, That... Nothing. There's nothing in that game. Nothing. No play, no anything that made me happier than that. And uh, Raymond, well-deserved, brother. And man, I hope you're here at, at least for the rest of this year. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We will close things out next. And we'll talk about what the major issue is with sports. One of the major issues with sports, and it isn't just limited to the NFL. Uh, there's some NBA tie-in in, 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 as well on this. And I'll get to that next here on LOT. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? 
Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. I thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, the Locked On Podcast Network is available so many different ways. Uh, my favorite way that it's available is through the smart speaker. So just say, Alexa, play Locked On Thunder Podcast. Or, hey, Google, play Locked On Thunder Podcast. And then uh, there's the Locked On Podcast Network site, uh, LockedOnPodcast.com. And then, of course, there is always... Uh, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. All right, uh, we wrap things up talking about the major issue I have in sports. It's really not sports. It's sports talk. It's fandom. And it's one of these things that I fully admit I take part in. Like, I, I will tell you, well, I'm, I'm above the fray. Oh, bull crap. <laughs> I totally dive into this. Um, because it's an easy conversation to get into, especially when you're at a bar, at a restaurant, or you're at the, you know, you're at the coffee, uh, you're at the coffee pot, whatever, with friends. But in that Saints Ram game, everybody knows that there was an obvious pass interference that wasn't called. Well, because there was something that happened that we didn't like in a big moment. Now all of a sudden, we are agents for change. Same with the Patriots Chiefs game. People were up people are now upset about the overtime rule. Well, well, both teams need a touch. Well, first of all, I've been saying both teams needed a touch for a long time. I've never liked sudden death. Going back to the 80s, I never liked the oper- the idea of sudden death. I wanted to see both teams get a t- touch and have a chance to score. However, what happens is, and this isn't just NFL, it's the NBA. For some reason, it takes that moment, that one particular moment where all of America gets united and we say, this has got to stop. Kevin Durant going to the Golden State, Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors made people pissed off about free agency. Made people pissed off about people watching the rich get richer. And it's like, well, this has been going on for a long time. And, And look, I understood it from Oklahoma City Thunder fans' perspective. We were mad. We just lost... Our best player, we lost one of the cornerstones of the organization. Oh my God, how are we going to compete? Made sense. What really didn't make sense to me, though, was when people who were outside of Oklahoma City saying it, who weren't necessarily in small markets. And it was like, well, now it's got to change because Golden State's get too good. It's not, you know, it's not really good for the NBA, blah, 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 blah. I don't understand. I guess what I don't understand is if we see something we know is bad, okay, why does it always have to be at the most critical time, at the most crisis-ridden time for us to actually get up and say something about it? 
why aren't we preaching this from the mountaintop a little bit earlier? And yesterday, I thought the discussion was ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, pass interference should have been a reviewable play a long time ago. Why did it take that particular moment for everyone to say? And what I do wonder, what I seriously wonder in this, is if it wasn't the Saints, okay, let's say that call happened in the Kansas City-New England game. And it was the call that kept New England from going to the Super Bowl. I dare say people wouldn't have been as pissed off because people like the Saints and people don't like the Patriots. It's like in basketball. If there was some sort of controversial call, something we thought needed to be changed in the NBA, go through your litany of things you have in your mind about things that need to be changed in the NBA. If it happens to a team in the NBA Finals that's playing Golden State and prevents them from beating the Warriors, we're going to be mad. If it happens <laughs> if it happens to the Warriors, we're going to tell them you need to live with it. Boy, that was a long way to get to that point. Um actually I had no idea I was going to make that point, but that's exactly what it is. Uh, our opinion simply comes down to as you're all listening to this, it's based on who we like and who we don't like. And if it's somebody that we don't like that's getting screwed, we're all right with it. We're going to tell them to live with it over and over again. If it's somebody that we do like and they're getting screwed, then all of a sudden we want change. And I just can't go down that route. I, I, I just can't. I can't buy into the outrage that happened to the Saints. Yeah, it sucked for them. It really did. And there are going to be people that don't get an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl because of it and may never get that opportunity again. But damn it, that's life. <laughs> and... As somebody who's been kicked in the balls enough by life, I can, man, I can feel with you, but sometimes we got to step back before we overstep our bounds um, as people who can actually make change. We cannot make change to suit us. Change always needs to be for the greater good. This is, a, the, this is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, a few messages, man, and I really mean this from the bottom of our heart, my heart today, man. Be excellent to each other. Everybody love everybody. And, of course, as always, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.